The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. My patients are so insurance-driven. They only want it if insurance covers it. It's so frustrating. Man, I cannot tell you how many dentists and team members I hear that from. I I feel like I hear that every single day, and that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success, and I'm going to be your host today on the Dental Practice Fixers. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Whether you're listening or watching on YouTube, great to have you here. Now, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that I usually start by telling dentists how much they will save if they do their credit card processing with Stacks. So you probably already know that. Stacks doesn't charge that nasty overage percentage. They just charge you a low, flat monthly fee. And that's why thousands of dentists across the U.S. are saving money every single month with Stacks. Sorry, my Canadian friends. I still love you, but I don't think Stacks is available in Canada yet. But if you're in the U.S., you got to take advantage of this. And there's more than just saving money every single month. I mean, that's what we do at the Matto Center. We save money every single month. But also, Stacks offers a variety of ways for your patients to pay, mobile, online, call on the phone, pay in person, you know, wave the credit card over the terminal, all these different things, anything that's available in this modern era, uh, Stacks allows your patient to use that for their payments. It's fast, lightning fast. If you're using an old terminal, you might have a little bit of a bottleneck waiting for things to happen. Stacks is fast, it's high tech, it's cool, and you'll save money every single month. Speaking of the word save, just go to matto.com slash save to find out more and get stacks up and running in your office. So just like we do, you can save every single month. Matto.com, M-A-D-O-W.com slash save. Then after you do that, go to matto.com and see what else we got going on there. All kinds of fun stuff, but let's talk about our patients who are so insurance driven, dental insurance. Wow, we love it. We hate it. Let's face it. Um, Dental insurance has been such a positive force in so many of our practices. It allows people to get dental care that they maybe otherwise would have neglected or couldn't afford or would have been would not have been interested in getting. Who knows what our lives would be like without dental insurance? But I think it's pretty safe to say that for most of us, um, dental insurance has made our lives better and our patients' lives better. So that's a good thing. But we always complain that our patients only want it if insurance covers it. And I'll tell you something. I know in some practices, that's true. It's absolutely true. Your patients have, not all, but many of your patients have what we might call the insurance mindset. But let me tell you something else. Um, As somebody who's been a dental coach and consultant for over 30 years, I've been in so many hundreds, thousands of dental practices, talked to tens of thousands of dentists and team members. And I can tell you in that same town where somebody's saying, my patients are so insurance dependent, there's a similar practice treating a similar demographic, same kind of people where the patients aren't insurance dependent. So I'm going to say, 
Yes, there are some people, a small minority of people who only will get what insurance covers and plan their treatment uh, you know, because of that. But there are also patients who want the best or close to the best, or they want to get whatever will make them healthy. And yes, insurance is, uh, does play a role in it. And they're thankful to have dental insurance. But as we all know, patients included, dental insurance is not like medical insurance. It's kind of like having a coupon. So once our patients get over that mindset and we get them interested in fantastic treatment and interested in knowing that your office is the best and they trust you and they want to work with you, well, that insurance mindset is not nearly as powerful as it once was. And again, I've seen it in the same community, two very similar practices treating the same demographic, demographic easy for me to say, demographic of patients where one practice is very insurance driven and the other is not. So what I'm saying is in a nutshell, we gotta look inside ourselves and inside our practices. Are there things that we are doing to make our patients have that insurance mindset, to make our patients insurance driven? And in many instances, the answer is yes. I'll give you one example. This was kind of extreme. I was in a practice one time and they printed out, even though obviously so many things are done paperless these days, they printed out the schedule. They have it taped to the wall in each treatment room. I don't mind that. I love being able to look over on the wall and see what the schedule looks like, even if the computer's not where it should be or up and running on that screen, et cetera, et cetera. So nothing wrong with that. But under each patient's name, they actually made a little note about their insurance coverage and what it will cover. And they, like in the morning huddle, they'd be reviewing each patient and they talk about their insurance coverage. For example, uh, Mr. Jones is coming in today. He needs a crown on number three and he needs a crown on number 14. Um, it looks like his insurance is gonna max out if he, only, if he does one more crown this year. So let's talk to him about that crown. Then a few months down the road, we'll talk to him about doing the other crown in the following year. They planned their strategies their treatment acceptance, their presentation, what the patient needs around their insurance coverage. Now that is not cool. If I have a dental problem, I wanna know exactly what I need and what it will take to make it better. Then of course, maybe I wanna know about the different options and how they plan to buy insurance coverage, sure. But they, and subconsciously, were actually presenting treatment and the timing of the treatment based on a patient's insurance coverage. Do you think the patients in that practice had an insurance mindset? Well, of course they did because the doctor and the team members shoved it down their throats. This is what insurance will cover. That's crazy. Let's talk about our patient's treatment first. Let's talk about what's best for them first. Now, of course, we don't want to be deceitful. We have to let them know how their insurance coverage will play into it. But that doesn't mean that we have to encourage them to stretch out their treatment or not get a certain level of treatment because of insurance coverage. No way. It means that it is our obligation, ethically and financially to our practice, fiduciarily, to present the patient with the treatment they need. If they want to delay some things because of insurance coverage, well, they certainly have the right to do that. But let's not present it that way. Let's not get them thinking that way. Let's get them thinking this is going to make me healthy. This is how I can do it. Jeez. In some cases, it's a subtle difference, but it's a huge difference nonetheless. You know, here's another example. Um, a lot of practices that we look at, we do data analysis, hundreds of them for practices all across the country. And it's extremely common for us to see a practice where their numbers are looking good on what we would call maybe the restorative side of dentistry. Their patients were accepting treatment when it came to 
you know, getting their teeth restored, getting crowns, implants, whatever. Things were pretty solid there. Then we look at their perio department and they have 4% of their patients undergoing some kind of perio therapy, whether it's active scaling, root planning, or maintenance, or 10% or 12%. Now we know that if you do, and probably you do, so that let's hope you do, a really thorough periodontal exam and sharding in your practice, amongst your adult patients, she's at least 35 to 40% will have some form of periodontal disease, probably higher. So why is it that five, 10, 15% of our patients are undergoing periotherapy. It's because of insurance. It's we're doing bloody prophies, we're doing scaling of root planing and billing in those prophies because that's what insurance covers. And patients are in the mindset their cleanings are 100% covered, and we're afraid to approach them about needing periodontal therapy. I actually asked a dentist about this not a long time ago. I asked a dentist, and he said something like, "Well." You know, it's pretty easy for us to get patients to accept restorative treatment. So we really focus on that instead of periotherapy. I couldn't believe it. Could you imagine if you went to an internist and, and found out that they were um, talking to their patients about diabetes, but not hypertension? This is just as bad. It makes no sense at all. Patients need restorative therapy and they need periodontal therapy. And usually they need periodontal therapy before they need restorative therapy. Yet I actually had a dentist tell me they tended to focus on a restorative treatment because it was easier to present and easier to get patients to accept and easier to deal with insurance coverage because patients just see peri-treatment as a cleaning and they think 100% of that is covered. That is just nuts. Are these two extreme examples I gave? Well, Maybe so, maybe not. I think there are at least forms of this going on in so many dental practices across the country. And then, of course, we are all up in arms because our patients are so insurance-driven when actually it starts with us. So please discuss, the, discuss this at a team meeting. Um, we can talk to you about ways to present treatment to take insurance out of the equation. Again, insurance is important. It's been a great thing for our patients. It's been a great thing for our dental practices, but don't let the tail wag the dog, so to speak. Don't let the insurance companies tell us what to do or tell us to tell our patients what to do. That's even worse. Let's get out of that insurance mindset. Sure, we want to help our patients utilize their insurance, but that doesn't mean the treatment has to be dictated because of it. That's my rant for today. And in the secret shopper calls I did, I actually kind of tried to bring insurance into the equation to see how these practices handled it. So let's see what they have to say about it. Um, in the meantime, please go to matter.com. We've got a bunch of seminars coming up. I'll be appearing live in a bunch of cities. I think, geez, where am I going to be coming up soon? Um, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, um, Montana, Big Sky Resort in Montana. That should be a lot of fun. Doing a great meeting on Long Island. We're doing a Matto-produced seminar in Orlando. That'll be a great little trip. And plus, I'll be speaking a full day. You'll get to come see me. I think there are some others too, but those are the four coming up soonest. So please go to matto.com, check out our seminar schedule. I'd love to see you at any of them, especially in Orlando. That would be great. Um, anyway, let's move on to this week's mystery shopper call. Sometimes I do these calls a few days before I record the podcast. So I got to say, I don't really remember what's on these calls. I can't wait to hear them myself. I know that I, I tried to bring insurance into the equation on the call. So let's find out what's going to happen. Three calls for you today. Let's do call number one. How can we help you? Hey, I want to know um, how much would it cost to have just a regular cleaning and checkup? 
This is with no insurance. Um, I think I have insurance called um, Delta Dental. If you have Delta Dental, then preventive services are covered. If it's just a regular profi cleaning. Uh, what's a profi cleaning? That's just a regular clean. If you don't have to have a deep cleaning where they have to numb you, um, you then it's covered at it should be covered at 100% with usual dental Delta Dental plans. Uh huh. I see. And what if? Wow. What if they do have to numb you? People get numb for cleanings, huh? Well, if they have gum disease, periodontal disease, and they have to have a deep cleaning where they have to go under the gums to get rid of the infection there, then that's a different type of cleaning uh, where they have to do four quads of your mouth. Um, that's just, if you've never been seen, we just don't give quotes as far as a regular cleaning because uh, it could be different depending on your uh, dental visits and how you upkeep your dental care. I understand. Okay. So it sounds like the insurance covers some things, but doesn't cover other things. Is that Right. Yeah. If, pa if patients are kind of familiar with their insurance and their, what it covers, then yeah, they can kind of know the basics of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, good. But you take Delta Dental. That's the bottom line we there. We do. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, man, she just took the insurance conversation and made it into a completely convoluted mess. She's talking about getting numb and, and periotherapy and all these things. All I wanted to know, you know, and, and she brought up this whole insurance fiasco. And of course, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you'll know the number one thing that she did not do was made no attempt to invite this patient with decent insurance into the practice. Why don't you come on in? We can do an examination. We can look at your insurance. We can schedule for cleaning, whatever it is, get me into the practice. But she, once the insurance came up, she just went into this whole convoluted mess and then uh, forgot to even invite the patient into the practice, never got contact information. Oh man, that was an epic fail. Let's do another one. Okay, how about this one? Help you. Um, hey, can you tell me how much it is just to have a, my teeth cleaned and checked. Are you a current patient here or would you be a new patient? I would be new. I've never been there. Okay, so it'll be 305 and it'll cover x-ray cleaning in exam. $305 to get my teeth cleaned? Yes, sir. Mm, okay, got it. And what if I have insurance? Is that usually covered by insurance? Normally, yes, sir. It's covered by your insurance. Okay, so then it wouldn't be any charge at all? No, sir. It depends on which insurance you have, but most of them do cover at 100%. Oh, that's good. Every and six we'll, months. Every six months. Wow, wow, wow. And I know I have a friend who said that um, she went in for a cleaning and they told her she had some kind of gum disease and then insurance didn't cover it. What, what's that all about? Periodontist, um, deep cleaning. Sometimes they don't cover for that. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they do. Mm -hmm. mm. Depending on which insurance you have. Yeah. We file with the insurance, but sometimes they don't cover. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, cool. Thank you so much then. No problem. Have a great day. Okay. Bye. Wow. We file it with the insurance, but sometimes they don't cover. That's reassuring. <laughs> I don't know. And again, of course, the first thing I'm going to say, what, now it's the second thing, is she made no attempt to get the patient in, which seems to be the common theme on these calls, which is very distressing. I know we have thousands and thousands of listeners to this podcast every week. Do I ever call an office that's a listener to the dental practice fixers where they actually know that they're being punked or they know how to do this correctly? It's, it's just hard to fathom. Um, 
Also, when I said how much is a cleaning, she immediately said it was like over $300. Yeah, of course, the examination, um, radiographs, cleaning, it's going to be over $300. But I think the typical reaction, we, we should learn from this too, the typical reaction of a patient at that point is going to be like, wow, $300 to get my teeth cleaned? And I think she could have done a better job of explaining that that is a full examination, x-rays to check for cavities and gum disease, oral cancer screening, cleaning, all those things. But she just said, yeah, $300 to get your teeth cleaned. <laughs> so again, kind of got messed up in that convoluted web of insurance questions and then never, never offer the appointment. Can we handle one more? I think we better. Let's do one more. Maybe they'll get it right this time. Office, how may I help you? Hey, I want to know uh, how much it costs for a, just a regular cleaning and checkup. Um, hold on just a moment. Just hold for me, okay? Okay, oh, sure. <laughs> okay, thank you. Not the best on hold music, so to speak. Better than nothing, though. I guess you know at least they're not hanging up on you. The beep of reassurance. It's very industrial, like I'm calling a copy repair company. Actually, copy repair company will do a lot better than this, I'm sure. Um, the cleaning and the four bite wings, which is uh, normal, is 110. Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Four bite wings. What, is a, what does that mean? They're x-rays. X-rays. Okay. I see. And then how about, um, will my dental insurance cover some of that, you think? Uh, what type of insurance do you have? It's called we Delta. The Delta. We don't take any HMO. It's not an HMO, is it? It's D-E-L-T-A. I believe we do take Delta. You think so? Let me go double check that for you, okay? Sure. Hold, hold on, just a second. Okay. okay. How can someone answering the phone at a dental office not know if they take Delta? That's kind of mind-blowing right there. Something everybody in the dental office knows. We do. You take we Delta. We take Delta. Good, good, good. And, and would that would that take care of most of that fee that you told me, that one ten? I, I don't have any way of knowing. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So I have to kind of just come in and find out. Um. Yes. Yeah. The, I see. The earliest, the earliest that we have though is September eighth, because we are booked up. <laughs> so, hold on. Now, okay. Right now, it's it's the end of February. And you can't mm -hmm. get me in until until September. Yes. I wow. Know. You guys are busy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. What well, I then. can do, what we what we can do is put you. Let me let me. Hold on. Let me bring it back for a second. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Okay, just bear with me. I'm barren. I'm barren, baby. <laughs> <laughs> see if there is absolutely. It's going to take a a few minutes because I'm just. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you guys are really super busy. I'm not sure if that's going to work out for me. 
Yeah, I was seeing if there's any kind of spot that maybe I didn't know about. <laughs> mm. Um. So you're you're trying to book me with the the hygienist? Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. Okay. Yeah, that's the. It would it would be September. Okay, September two thousand twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so long, so long ways off. I know. Well, hey, thanks so much for checking. I appreciate it. Now. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh my, oh me, oh my, love that country pie. Um, you know, I thought just for one second, she was going to do something really good. First of all, not being able to get a new patient in for, let's see, hold on, March, April, May, June, July, uh, for, for seven months is completely 100% unacceptable, just, just blatantly unacceptable. But I thought she was going to do something cool. And she said, hold on a minute. Let me see if I can, I thought she was going to get my contact information and say, let me get you on our new patient list. And if we get any changes in our schedule or at a time, I'll call you immediately. I, I just was hoping, like hoping against hope that when she was looking through twiddling her thumbs, she was going to do that. But instead, she was just looking for some open time, which she couldn't find, and then didn't offer me anything. And wow, I mean, this was just unbelievable. She didn't know if they took Delta. Who the heck doesn't know that? She, she, I mean, who's answering? It's, it's good that they answered the phone instead of letting me go to voicemail, but geez, um, so many wrong things on this call, so many wrong things in this office. We can't see a new patient for seven months. We don't know if we take Delta. Um, we're only charging 110 bucks for cleaning in for bite wings. Maybe that explains everything. <laughs> oh my. And then just did nothing to try to accommodate the patient. What can I say other than this is going to wrap up this episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. Um, we'd love to talk to you more about how we can help your practice. So if you want to send me an email, it's rich, R-I-C-H, at maddow.com. Check out our website, M-A-D-O-W.com. Tell your friends about the fixers, and I will see you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye.